And I would like to play a little tune I just composed not so long ago. Miss Billy, Miss Billy, Miss Billy Holiday. DJ Baby Monster here and like every third Monday of the month I am bringing you the music and the topics of my choice. It's Give Me a Beat of course, Radio Laura 97.5 MHz or you can listen to us via web www.laura.ch and once you land on our page you will see a web radio that you can click on and listen to me uh, December show is always a bit special to me. As many of the listeners know, I think I say exactly this every year. Christmas is probably my favorite time of the year. I just like the whole vibe around Christmas and, you know, getting together with friends, family, thinking about the presents, eating a lot, something that I really love. So for that reason, I always try to make a December show a bit special. Sometimes there is a topic that is very Christmas-like and other times it's a topic that is just very important to me. And tonight's show is no different. So I'm continuing actually with reviewing of the Zurich Film Festival. I will not talk so much about my impressions of the festival because I already did this in my previous show, but just to remind you, the Zurich Film Festival was first held in 2005 and established itself very quickly on the national and international film festival scenes. Over 11 days in autumn presents the greatest discoveries and the year's most anticipated movies. For that, I really like Zurich Film Festival. Um, they also have uh, something that is very important for a Gimme You Beat, a great amount of uh, super cool movies from female directors or about the female stories. And I especially like the ones that you will not read so much about before they they come out. So those alternative ones that you don't even know if they would ever come back to the cinema are probably my favorite. But in general, it's really a chance for me to see also even those mainstream ones that everybody are talking about and the others, and to focus and explore the female factor of the festival. I've been reviewing the Zurich Film Festival for many years now, but this year I think I probably had the most material from all the other years. Usually I would be able to squeeze all my materials in one show, but this year I will actually have three shows dedicated to Zurich Film Festival. So the last show I was focused on two movies, and tonight I will focus the whole show on the documentary that I saw during the festival. This is really a special movie, uh, Las Toreras, uh, seven years in making, uh, documents Jackie Bruch's, um the director and the writer of the movie 
her journey of discovering more about her mother, her mother's mental illness, and how it affected the family and its dynamics. I was really touched by this movie. Really, um, there is something so genuine and so pure about this movie and so sad and emotional. And I really have to say, uh, when I saw the trailer of the movie, I was attracted to the amazing visuals and obviously to the female focus because Jackie Bruce is a female filmmaker, obviously. Uh, but what really impressed me and made it memorable for me was Jackie's art of storytelling and directing and also her courage to dig deep into this family story and demystify painful personal topics in the most intimate and emotional way. After I've seen the documentary, I watched it on a world premiere. It was the first projection at Zurich Film Festival, but it was also our first projection ever. Um, so it was really great to see it in that setup where after the movie projection, Jackie actually spent some time to answer the questions. And they were also the whole crew there, everybody that helped uh, create the movie. And there was even her dad and her aunt uh, present. All of that additionally impressed me. And I was really uh, happy that I chose exactly that uh, projection to come in and see this documentary. After the movie, I was so impressed that I reached out to Jackie and she was really great. She was really accommodating and we did a Zoom call talking about the movie, talking about her artistry and I, I had so many questions. Uh, this is such a long interview that I decided to do a one show with focus on uh, Los Toreros and Jackie Bruce. In addition for me discovering Jackie as this amazing storyteller, filmmaker, I uh, also discovered that she's a performer, musician, uh, on top of being a filmmaker, and she is really blending her art, like all these visuals that you see in the movie or that you can see on a poster or on the website are actually coming from Jackie. So she's really blending harmoniously her talent and art. And this documentary was really important for her uh, to continue developing and sharing herself with the world as an artist. She actually had to uh, discover the truth about her mother because this was dark secrets that was lingering over her because more than 30 years ago her mother took her own life after many years of struggle with mental illness and as you can hear in this interview Jackie felt that this was the last moment for her to tell the story and spending seven years in making this she had to almost put a temporary stop on her art to do this, to finish this, and now she can move on and continue and develop even further as a brilliant artist that she is while creating the potential bridge across of her family and providing the closure for everybody involved in this story. As I said, I, I was really impressed with this uh, documentary. And for many of my listeners, actually living outside of Switzerland, I'm hoping that 
they will have a chance to see it. But for the people living in Switzerland, the movie is still in a Swiss cinemas in Zurich. You can see it in a riffraff. And next year, it's going to be on Solitaire Film Festival that is happening in January, uh, from January 17 until January 24th. So for my Swiss listeners, please take some time and see this movie. It is a heavy one, but ultimately such a genuine and beautiful, intimate story that will definitely move you. From my perspective in tonight's show, I will play for you the interview and I will also play lots of music from Jackie because I mentioned before, Jackie is a musician and she is actually a member of two bands. Uh, she likes to say that her main band is The Jackets. So I will play lots of music from The Jackets. And the other band that she has is a Sex Organs and I actually select a few songs from that band as well. Uh, the Jackets are touring around Europe and they are also quite active in a Swiss scene. So you can actually see Jackie in the movie and then experience her on the stage. The music that they are creating is really very energetic and I really liked it. And I have never seen the Jackets live, but I will definitely try to catch them one of these times when they're performing in Zurich or somewhere close to Zurich that I can easily get to. So with this, I'm going to start the tonight show. I'm going to start with some songs and interviews, you know, how I usually do to bring you closer to Jackie and her artistry and of course the story about or behind uh, Las Torreras. Hi, I'm Jackie Bruce. I'm a filmmaker, musician, artist, and you're listening to Give Me a Beat.
to start with, I loved your movie. I thought it was such an intimate story, you know, such a personal story. At some point, it almost felt like we are intruding in your in your privacy, you know. But it was also done in a way where I thought you, as a director, you really stepped back at one point and you gave us the, the story from the different perspective without judgment. And I thought that must be super difficult. So first of all, I was on a, on a premiere. So when we were watching the movie, you were also watching with us and there were many people there, you know, your dad and your aunts and it must have been really emotional. So how was that for you? Um, well, thank you for anyways, inviting me, I have to say, and uh, liking the movie and uh, reaching out. So the world premiere, of course, it was overwhelming and incredible important moment after such a long and hard work but I, there were so many friends and family but also for the first time to show it to a, an audience people I don't know it was uh, really incredible it was really beautiful and also the reactions because you don't know really how it will be before that moment I mean I had like screenings and crew screenings I showed the movie to my family before in Switzerland and Spain but uh, it was, it's just like a mark. It's a birth, you know, yes. and I was seven years pregnant, like <laughs> yes. crazy pregnant. And it's a crazy it was, journey. Uh, and, and it was super positive. And I, I'm just, I was very, very thankful for, uh, for the, for this, but yeah, to see that uh, it works somehow what I wanted to do. And how was it when you were showing it to the family? From, for both sides, it was, uh, and for every single person, it was, incredibly moving of course and they all uh, heard about things that they know because the movie reveals a lot of new things on both sides that I uh, found in my mother's diaries and in texts so uh, for both sides they they had a lot of they didn't know a lot of things when I showed them the movie uh, it was really you know in real life really a reconciliation with 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 yes. the story of my mother it was never talked about it was not because of the distance but because of the uh, delicate themes and so yeah um, and it was never figured out and so when i really showed them the first time it was for them incredible uh to to hear a lot of new information also about my <clears throat> about my mother and uh that, but I think it, it shows also how important it is to make this movie because it, it uh, brings a lot of new aspects into this story. Yeah, yeah and a potentially a closure for everybody.
I thought it's incredible brave for you to tell this story. You are a really versatile artist. I, I looked at some of the things that you do. And obviously, you know, as an artist, you always expose yourself a little bit. Um, I think that's when when art is really genuine and real, when the artist kind of puts themselves into it. But this is like another level, right? This oh, is really exposing to the bone. But why did you really start this journey? Why was it really important for you to do this documentary? You know, obviously, it's important for you to know the truth about your family, but you could experience that without documentary as well. But you know that moment when you said like okay i'm doing this and i'm 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 making the documentary just give us a little bit of a, of a like background yeah. story so this dark story in the beginning of my life uh, i was 10 years old when my mother committed suicide and i already knew her for years suffering from her illness so after that it was just about surviving and get by and as a family to survive and you don't talk about it anymore but it for me because i was the youngest this story never let me go and i uh, i'm sure for others too but for me it was like uh, something unfinished and I kind of found in art uh, later I found a way to make something positive with it so it kind of touched me a lot this this uh, story of my mother that I never really got 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 to know and I, in art I felt like I'm connecting somehow or making mm -hmm. something useful or meaningful from that energy and that yeah, uh, yeah. trauma or experience exactly and also dark side of life that I experienced very young gave me a lot of energy and uh, joy of life and also that I or I experienced that you can die from being unhappy like my mother so you know as a child I, I kind of remembered her as a woman that is always dreaming of a other life and and uh, this life is horrible because mm -hmm. of her illness of course but for me it was uh, so this this was uh, an image or something that affected my life personally like that I say I have to take care of my happiness. I have to follow what is important to me. I have to take care of my happiness. Mm -hmm. This is so my personal level. And then as an artist, it gave me this, this uh, direction of what interests me, like the world and the teenagers that dream of things that they cannot reach, you know? So mm -hmm. it's like uh, commercial and, and uh, yeah, all these dreams of show business, all this like it's mm -hmm. so far away from your real life. So this is so this story had has, has, has this huge impact on my life. But in the family, we never talked about it. I could at any time ask my father. Or yes, so, because he's very open and we have yes. a very close relationship. But um, I just we kind of found a beautiful family situation uh, with my stepmother and we had a good uh, situation with, uh, relationship with my half brother. And, and so you survive this pain and this horrible story that you just don't want to, you just don't want to go there from it as a family for sure. And then you want to protect this and you don't want to start asking painful questions uh, mm -hmm. anymore so for me for a long time I found for me it worked out to kind of make this uh, project where I I can kind of be in make something with this story and then so when I came uh, to become as old as when my mother died mm -hmm. I don't know if I didn't think about this but I just felt that 
that there is a time limit where at one point her story will be lost. And I will never know uh, who she was as an adult. Mm -hmm. And also it started to bother me this unsolved situation uh, between my Spanish family and the Swiss family. And I just felt that it's weird that that they never talked together. And I just knew my father, he's the really sweet uh, person, caring, modest, generous. Why? Uh, and I heard uh, these accusations from Spain just mm -hmm. didn't fit at all into this, uh, in this, in my experience with this uh, person that I, yeah, knew and, uh, yeah. And so uh, I just it it started to block me this uh, this story. At one point, you know, at one point I met, I, I realized there's no way around. I cannot uh, be creative if I don't know this story. I cannot any longer create another story out of this, mm -hmm. as long as I don't know this story that is like uh, part of me or be, it became part of me and uh, so essential. So I uh, yes. I knew I had to. I want. I had to do it, um, and there is also a time limit. At one point, it will be lost, and um, and that I'm as a filmmaker or with my art, I have the possibility to bring these people together. And of course, the the big question was because I have many uh, possibilities to express myself uh, and also theater and, and uh, art, and so uh, and I did film school. Uh, what project will I make and and after film school I um, I did more live stuff and music and theater and telling stories with yeah with, uh, with art and uh, not with film and I knew this is the the material for a, for a film only a film can bring uh, tell this tell story. story yeah and <clears throat> I, I wanted to share. It was like an uh, out, outing, you know. Yes. Like it felt. Yes. I wanted to finally say who I am, where I come from, and what is my biggest inspiration of my life, and also show what I learned from this yes. very dark story. And what and I wanted to to make some yeah something powerful because for a long time I thought this is just a tragic, sad story, the story yeah. of my mother, and I realized. Yeah. I had to tell my story. My story is not her story. So that was kind of the, the yeah, the, the basis, yes.
because you brought your mom into the story with her voice and her diaries and, you know, her art, I, I thought in many ways it was almost like homage to your mom as well, because she cannot tell the story. We can only just assume, but then you made it like more real with that. It's almost like your mom was speaking through the movie, through you and everything you express. And and also it was interesting Um I thought uh, her art has an element that I've seen in your art as well. And what I really thought it's interesting, those interludes that you did, where you are actually making her art almost live, you know, with a monster. And, and I thought that that part was really great. This is where you show your your artistry, other things that you were doing outside of, of doing this documentary. So how did you come up with that? It was very uh, clear for me that that I want to uh, use my art uh, in this movie and and deal with the story uh, like I did. That I uh, found a way with art to deal with with that story. And Jack Torreira is this art alter ego art character that I have, and she is a symbolic figure for Spanish roots that I have. Mm-hmm. She's actually she was always the only hint to my Spanish root mm-hmm. with her last name, Torreira. For me, her eyes like is like this darkness. She comes from this darkness, but she is fighting against this de- destiny or this like this horrible story or this this uh this illness. Yeah, that I say I'm not gonna let this tragic story ruin my life. And so yeah. for me this uh Jack Torreira she represents, she is really connected to that uh, story. And she shows up in uh, in music and theater and art. Yes. I mean, for me, that, that part, that visual part is really like, it's kind of a glue that keeps everything together. You know, that's how I felt. Uh, and it was giving us hints. It was really kind of showing that powerful woman warrior, you know? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, for me, it was important to show what, what art or what art can do. It cannot change the world, uh, but it, it, it shows that it's, uh, it gives us possibility or me to, to deal with it or mm-hmm. to kind of understand things or, or carry something very heavy, tragic with um, a positive way. And it shows what I did before it's creating out of this dark story. And mm-hmm. so it was very clear that I'm, I have, I'm going to do exactly that again. I imagine for me that Torero, she was always in this like um, alternative and the theater and the little places. And now she gets to know where she comes from because she also doesn't know where Mm -hmm. her name comes from. She gets she wants to go to Spain because she's Spanish and she she can now go and she wants to go there. And now finally she can be a film character. Yes. I'm not a trained character actor at all uh, but with Torreira I, everything is possible for me you yes. know and she doesn't have to be perfect and with her I can just do things and I so I threw myself which I always do I threw myself into a, a new situation and I just try with the minimum tools and things and uh, uh, props I try to create and make art uh, in the way that I can do it all on my own this is very important also for me to survive as an artist to to uh, also do things that I uh, that it has this my own language mm-hmm. and it's authentic and you see how it's done you know it's, you see that it's done very simple 
yes. but, uh, but for me, this is what uh, art kind of helped me to, to deal with the story and give myself an existence as an artist, yeah.
Hi, I'm Jackie Bruce. I'm a filmmaker, musician, artist, and you're listening to Give Me a Beat. Yes, you are still listening to Give Me a Beat. My name is DJ Baby Monster, and this is Radio Laura. We are already in the middle of the show. You could hear my conversation with Jackie Bruce, uber talented, multifaceted Swiss Spanish artist. In tonight's show, I'm still focusing on Zurich Film Festival through the movie Las Toreros, the movie that is a very personal story from Jackie and her family and that I had a pleasure to see during the festival. You can find quite a lot from interview with Jackie. I think we managed really to go deep and touch on a many sides of the movie and uh, also just to get to know Jackie. And in case you missed tonight's show, as I like to say, there is no way to miss any of the Gibby Beats because if you're not able to listen to me tonight, I podcast Gimme a Beat uh, so you can listen to it after. Usually I do this one, two weeks after, but considering that now it's Christmas, I'm going to try to do it before the end of the year. Uh, to get the information about when this podcast is ready and just in general to find out before my radio show what is my topic or some topics I'm interested in, the best way is to follow my Facebook page www.facebook.com slash stop.gimmeabeat and just before every show I post a link to the story of what I will be talking in the show and what you can expect and then as soon as the podcast is uploaded to my podcast website I also provide this information as well. Since beginning of this year I'm also available on a different platforms. Spotify is probably the one that most of the people use to, to listen to the podcast but there are many others like a Deezer, Apple, Google Podcasts, iHeart and so on and obviously Podbean, which was my oldest provider for the podcast. So you can listen to the Gimme a Beat wherever you get your podcast. Now we are going to continue. As I was mentioning, this documentary is really something that I highly recommend. And especially interesting are those special uh, screenings where Jackie is present. I think they are really valuable. And they will be the one organized by Paulus Academy in uh, Riffraff. As I mentioned before, uh, you can still see the documentary in Riffraff. But if you're planning to do that, go and see it on the 15th of January at 6 o'clock, where uh, Jackie will be present afterwards together with her father, and she will talk about uh, mental health and suicide. So covering really important topics and something that affected her family throughout the years. With this, I'm going to continue with tonight's show. There is still a lot of interview that I want to play and obviously the music from Jackie's bands, The Jackets and Sex Organ. Let's go. 
I thought it's a great how you you made the documentary is that as you are discovering truth you are sharing with, with us it, it was very powerful because of that because until the end we didn't know the whole truth so was that really how it was happening that you were finding as you were going along absolutely that- yeah absolutely I mean, it made it so so hard in the edit room one way I made a real development as a family member and as a person uh, discovering things and then uh, as a filmmaker I had to kind of understanding what is the protagonist what does he have to find out and overcome mm-hmm. and it was my, myself uh, so there was a time where I was not yet there. And but as a director already in the edit room, I had to kind of make the whole structure of the what is she looking for? what what are the the, the challenges she has to go through? Uh, it was really, really challenging to play the, all these different roles. And while I'm exposing my whole family, I mean, I'm not I'm, I'm someone that always tried to protect my family and not show where where this comes from because, and I never wanted to say, oh, she's like showing and, and like it's art is a therapy or, you know, like for me, there are some certain things that uh, I didn't want to combine this somehow. But so, you know, in the beginning as an artist, you know, but at one point I found, no, it's it is every art I like is personal and it's yes. deep. And I kind of felt blocked. And this so this whole movie is like that. I kind of finally um, go there and uh, so this this trip is uh, really happened in real in real, and of course I didn't know uh, all the that these accusations against my father, and I didn't know that this will be all happening in front of the camera. You know that I didn't expect a lot of things, so I had to um, you know I had to deal with 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 uh, real me also watch me that uh, doesn't know uh, well uh, or how to speak uh, Spanish. And I had to sit, uh, I had to be the filmmaker and let people talk uh, and things, I, a lot of things I didn't understand. And then later, or or uh, show them letters. And yes. so it was really an uncomfortable situation, of course. But so it's all really happening in front of the, of the camera. And I think that's it's a very strong part of the movie. But it was incredibly difficult to... And did you ever thought of giving up? Tons of time, a lot of times, yeah. No, but I mean, I knew uh, the, the longer you go into a project, the, the less you can escape. No, I mean, there was not really this option. Of course, you just say, oh my God, why do I, am I doing this? This is horrible and money's running out. We're running out of money and it's a disaster. And we just had so many problems and Corona and I don't know. That for sure, many times that happened. But then, uh, on the personal level, I I had this experience that uh, in an edit room uh, there was a, another filmmaker, and she she heard what we were doing, Spanish family, and she was maybe ten years older, and it was on a low point. I really said this is going nowhere, horrible, 
Mm -hmm. what, what, I, what am I doing? And I saw in her eyes, she had also a, a family story and she kind of missed this moment to make it. She was so uh, amazed and she said, wow, you can do this. You know, I wanted to do this and it helped me a lot. I, I knew exactly in that moment that I would be exactly there still. I would say, why didn't I do this? You know, I would have missed this chance. And so I realized I, I'm... If you don't uh, do this now... Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can you can still do something, but I really, for sure, waited till the last uh, moment, and oh, and then I realized I would be at the same point that this story would block me. It would not be a positive story anymore, and I would have lived, I would have to live till the end of my days with these questions, and uh, the yeah, so. Um, what helped me uh, at the end, I had to say, well, there is no way around. It's it's good and it's a huge chance and a privilege to 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 make it. But I knew it had to be good. I, I I had to be able to tell the story in a good way because I had such a huge responsibility.
right now for your family, did it bring the family closer together? Your Spanish side and, and your Swiss side, are they trying to continue that connection that, that actually this documentary brought to them? When I showed them the movie in Spain, for sure, it was like, say hello to your father, and especially also the next generation, all my cousins. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't know uh, about a lot of things. They just heard the, this negative about Switzerland, what happened there. And they felt very sorry or an un- understanding also. And I think it's the basis for to meet in the future. And I think this is open and it's now more because of health things. It's not like something that we planned already or something because some people already have health issues. Yes. But um, that the next generation, for example, the son of my brother, I just thought it was great to see for, for also the next generation. It, it revealed a lot of things that they didn't know. They could just kind of find uh, a lot of answers. And I think this is the what what is so important how, why to deal with things and, 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 yes. and unfinished, unsorted family stories. I think it's probably still difficult to bring the family. Maybe that next generation, they will connect. But at least you kind of created the clean slate for, you know, the future generations, right? Exactly, exactly. It is maybe more important for the next generation, you know, because the this, the, the adults, they were there. They experienced uh, things as adult people. They could put things in order already because they were involved. Yes. And and I think this happens a lot of in that the, the next generation that was not affected directly for them, the these questions are much more important to to be able to go on this uh, path. Uh, because yeah, because everyone wants to know where what happened, or they maybe feel there's something not sorted out or something avoided, and so uh, on unsorted family stories they um, they become even more important for the next generation if they are not sorted or avoided, and that's why I think this truth wants wants to come out. You know, they they yes. it will find its way. And if you don't deal with it then, then for the next generation, it is a a problem or bothering and they will go on this path. And I just kind of had the feeling that I could kind of stop this loop of open stories, uh, open questions, sorry, not stories, yeah.
you got to know your mother as well through this quite a lot through her diaries and so on. You had one picture of your mom, as you said, until the age of 10, but you, you got to know mother like a woman as well and a really like a full person, mm -hmm. something that none of us sometimes know about our parents. We, we always see them in, in one dimension, but you managed to actually see your mom like in full. And so how do you think your mom would feel uh, about this documentary? Because this is ultimately her story. Yeah, I for sure um, think a lot about that or have thought a lot about, a lot about that, what she would think. And uh, I'm sure she she would be happy that I put a lot of things in order. I mean, that's what I uh, hope and can imagine because she had in this like uh, uh, psychotic phases. And also my father talks about this, that she remembered what she did, said, did in her uh, psychotic, schizophrenic moments. Mm -hmm. She did things that were not from her. Yes. And then she, and she remembered it later and felt horrible about it. Or um, sometimes she was like ashamed, but sometimes she also said, oh my God, this is horrible or this is crazy. Sometimes my father said they laughed about things, crazy things she did. So <clears throat> I think I put a lot of things in order to uh, show that, yeah, she didn't mean a lot of things. Yes. She said, it happens a lot to people with schizophrenia, uh, but they, like the people that take care of them, they are the ones that put them in, in clinics, that give them medication, mm -hmm. that, that tell them that they're ill. And so in the faces when they're manic and feel good, or uh, they, they say, oh, these people are, are the reason why I'm ill. And so uh, my father became this monster kind of for, for her. And, and she knew she felt horrible about this because when she was out of this state, she was so happy that he is uh, there for her and taking care of her. So I imagine that this is something that she would be very thankful that I, for her, I can kind of put things in order. Yes. And, but I always had this dialogue with, with my mother. So in art, I always imagine that she's coming with me to all the, on the tour and create. And uh, she's always with me enjoying life and having fun. And yeah, that's something that we have the power to to imagine and keep people alive in our memories and in our heart. So that's that's something that I always had this dialogue with her that's why I said like I did feel like this is like homage to your mom in many ways I could feel that connection that you have so th that's really beautiful one main uh thing that bothered me is that uh silence about my mother or you know it could be like any person that commits suicide or is has mental uh, problems they, they like their bi biography is lost you know it's like yes. tabooed and like they never existed and for me th that was the the painful thing not the loss uh you know you the, you deal with it you can accept it you find a way but uh, that you know that her her life and her existence was just like not acknowledged uh, in any way yeah yeah yes. yeah that, that, that you cannot like remember someone and it's always connected with this horrible pain and this horrible suicide which is horrible but i really want to show the the person behind this illness
Jackie Bruce, I'm a filmmaker, musician, artist, and you're listening to Give Me a Beat. Yes, you are still listening to Give Me a Beat. I really hope that after hearing this interview, you actually understand why I was so impressed with this documentary. And I also hope that you love the music that I played from Jackie and her band, and that you will take a chance and basically go and check them out if they're playing in the city near you. From what I've seen, they're playing across Europe. So even for my European Gimme a Beaters, if you are listening to me right now and you like the jackets, go and check them out. And the same goes for Sex Organ. I don't think they're touring that regularly, but still, I think it's worth checking them out. The songs from Sex Organ are quite funny and interesting and kind of connected with the name of the band. You will hear some of them uh, later on, so you will know what I'm talking about. We are coming to the end of tonight's show. You know, time flies when you have fun and when you have such a great person to interview like I had when I was interviewing Jackie. I also really appreciate how genuine and open she was during an interview. And Astoreras during the Zurich Film Festival actually won several awards and I hope that that will continue. But even if it doesn't, uh, because... After all, Jackie didn't create this uh, documentary to win the awards. I still think and I hope that many people will see it uh, and appreciate it uh, through the reviews, interviews, 
and just uh, expressing this on the social media. But considering the awards that it won, Lost Torreira has won Emerging Swiss Talent Award and Film Prize of the Churches of Zurich, which I thought was very interesting considering the movie covers the topic of person that committed suicide. So from that perspective, already in the beginning, this movie was already recognized by critics and considering that it has been running in the cinema for a while and I do hear and see from local people here that I know in Switzerland great feedback and impressions. I'm expecting quite a lot and I'm hoping that some of my international listeners or listeners outside of Switzerland will be able to see it as well. As we are getting uh, to the end of the interview and a little bit more music, as I said, this is my favorite time of the year. So I'm wishing you a very Merry Christmas and great start to a new year. I hope that you will have a really relaxed and beautiful time. And of course, I'm hoping that you will find time to also go to the cinema and catch Las Toreras and some other great movies that are currently playing. And with this, for tonight, I'm going to wish you good night. You were listening to Give Me a Beat with a focus on Las Toreras and Jackie Bruce. Uh, my name is Adija Baby Monster. This is Radio Laura. And until the next time.
so how much are the awards important for you? Do you think anything will change with getting these two awards now uh, already on the start of showing the movie? I mean, of course, you want the movie to be seen and uh, to have a good start. And I think I mean, I'm really thinking for the production and for our, for the team. These awards are really, really helpful and mean a lot. So it, it's the first time I got a movie, uh, an award like this, because uh, I'm more working in the alternative and the free or underground uh, art scene. But it meant really a lot to me. At first, the, this church prize was really was like a sign, like a nice gesture from church because we for sure, and I think a lot of family uh, suffer because of these uh, rules and Christian or like or sins and all that. So I thought it, that's a symbolic thing, you know. I thought it was uh, an interesting uh, for me. And the Critical Award is really, that's, I'm very proud of that. It helps a lot, but yeah, I'm already uh, so thankful the, already to be at the Zurich Film Festival was a great, for me, something amazing to be able to do uh, or to be part of. And everything else is just better and on top, yeah. But yeah, yeah. it's not that I don't do it for, for that. It helps for sure. I hope for the, for what else, whatever is coming.
So you have a band. And so if you can give a bit of a background about your band and, you know, why is it also important for you to express yourself in that way? So one band is the, the Jackets, which is my main band where I'm the singer, uh, guitarist, composer. And uh, we started already 15 years ago. Amazing. We are a three-piece uh, rock and roll band. We play psychedelic, garage punk music. It's very direct, but I think uh, we are a very high energetic live band, very entertaining, fun, lots of energy. You can dance and scream. And we, we have our, we build our own audience all over the world and are touring. We play a lot everywhere and we kind of started and grew slowly over the years but uh, have a very loyal uh, great audience and we are part of an amazing scene like also internationally music scene it's like a family and you're connected with a lot of bands and promoters and amazing really yeah so there are a lot of festivals everywhere and you can play everywhere and that's really uh, I'm really thankful to be part of this scene that it exists yeah it's very special i think yeah with djs and culture and art and rock and roll and uh, it's, it's very open and colorful and wild and so as an artist this is my my like my social community it's also for me personally really important for the, the this direct life interaction with the audience i can let out something very direct then i have the other side where it's where i have ideas i mean i would say i'm i'm not an i'm not an instrumentalist i'm really an artist i have always a lot of ideas and i create yes. new things so for me music is just one tool one way to express but i cannot only do music so this is very like this very direct way uh for me to interact with the audience but and then as an artist I have like yeah stories and things and I want to work with my hands and tell stories and this is uh, as the same important and there uh, there I work with all I can do uh, with my own hands kind of Teeny Boppers, new on the charts this week, coming in at number one, those intergalactic naughty things, the sex organs with I Wanna Be a Pussy.
stuff looking at them, and you know, I mean, I think they're cute. I want to go pet them like one of my pets. I mean, why does everything have to be about sex? Now you get that microphone, you got a dirty mind. You get out of my way, you get that microphone out of my Hi, I'm Jackie Bruce. I'm a filmmaker, musician, artist, and you're listening to Gimme a Beat. What the day for? So, so what is the next that it's coming for the movie? You know, are you going to some other festivals? Like what is planned next? Right now is the next is it's going to come out in Swiss cinema on the 16th November. It's going to be in the, in several cities in the cinemas. And we're going to have uh, different premieres, three premieres where I can attend. And there are like different uh, podiums discussion about mental health. And that's uh, yeah. Interesting talks. And it's we submitted now for for uh, for festivals that the production takes care of that. So Zurich Film Festival was, was really the first one we, when we started submitting for festivals. We are uh, like looking for the process for spring festivals, kind of, and waiting for answers. So not all not other uh, festival yet. We got answers. And are you already working on something else? Like, do you already have some ideas of something else? And maybe not the movie, maybe some art installation or some, what is in the plans uh, for you as an artist, as an next? Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of uh, ideas that I had to hold back uh, in all these years. I never thought it would take so long. So I had to kind of hold back. Uh, I need so much energy for this film while touring a lot with my two bands. So I have uh, different 
ideas. But right now I want to have three months. I'm going to just create and uh, follow all these different ideas. Uh, One is for a script, an idea, and one is for a music, a multidiscipline project with uh, music and a sculpture. And so there's, there's a lot of uh, ideas. And then I've, I'm going to do a new album with my band. Uh, the, with the jackets, a new an album is coming out with my other band, the Sex Organs, in spring. So I'm gonna be very busy. I got a message here waiting for you. I used to drink a lot, my Suzy Q. Yeah.
Hi, I'm Jackie Bruce. I'm a filmmaker, musician, artist, and you're listening to Gimme a Beat. Keep yourself alive. Keep yourself alive. 
Keep yourself alive. Keep yourself alive. Keep yourself alive.